Testing. 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 Boy, you decided to listen to our voices today how are you that's good i'm glad you're great <laughs> um today we're gonna be having another podcast episode to no one's surprise, surprise. <laughs> hi friends how are you guys doing um, how are you holding up <laughs> someone's uh exhibiting major crackhead energy <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay so today's podcast we're going to be talking about another part of life. We've started talking about relationship with God, friendships, relationships. Now we're going to talk about God and our careers. But before we get into that topic, I have a little guess who game for you guys. So I'm going to read you descriptions of various people or occupations, and you're going to guess what the occupation is, okay? Like a job description? Yeah. Um, So I'm going to read you different descriptions of different job occupations and then you're gonna guess the occupation okay simple enough mm-hmm. um so there's three descriptors per occupation first one i'm afraid of dogs i visit your home five or six days a week people like to see me because i usually bring something good mailman is that your guess how's <sighs> your scabby squirrel <laughs> squirrel <laughs> i was so confused oh, are you guessing an alley so yours is Okay, squirrel. we'll just go with Jay or T. Male. Male, Yeah, it's male. That's a cop-out. Good job. Um, most people are afraid of me. Dentist. Um, oh my god, yeah, it's the dentist. Good What's job. the biggest stereotype, I think? Your phone. <laughs> yeah, you can't have your phone. <laughs> okay, now, last one. My work can be messy and dirty. I have a box of special tools. Plumber. Yeah, good job. Plumber. It's a plumber. Do another one. Okay. Uh, I could say what big teeth you have to my patients. I can make my patients well with shots and pills. I wear a white coat. A doctor. <laughs> Why are you touching my neck? Just, just in case you were going to say something. Anymore. My mouth is closed. <laughs> It's such a warm hand on the back of it. <laughs> I hate being yours are cold. <laughs> so what's yours? I said doctor. Let me read it again. No, I think we're just playing with teeth. Okay, wrong. Oh, a white. I could say what big teeth you have to my patients. Oh, a dead veterinarian. Veterinarian. Yeah, vet. Dead veterinarian. Okay, last one. In real life, I don't wear a uniform. I can work by myself. Superman. Or for the police. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> in real life. <laughs> oh, a private investigator. In real life. Superman. <laughs> Batman. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh a detective. It's yeah. a detective. Mm-hmm. Good job. Well, that was fun. That was also a game that you played kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I googled guess the job and it was like ESL learning, TESOL for kids, like three to four learning vocabulary. ESL. Kindergarten. 
thanks. Thanks for the fun game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm glad yeah, I got your fun. attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just like, or just have a chat. When you hear God in your career, what do you think about? Or is that something like, do you feel like in your lifetime the two were put together? Or was it like you see God and then your career is separate? Or is it, was it ever like... Compartment. Co- yeah, was it compartmentalized? Um, in my life, sorry, I was yawned there. Um, I think most of the times it was like kind of comp- compartmentalized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only time it connects is like, oh, do you want to work on the mission? Do you want to be a pastor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you agree? That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like. Honestly, in Christendom or Christian culture, there is this like idea that if we're talking about careers, like Jay said, it has to be careers that feed the church, um, and the like kingdom of God, um, and I think like there's a general misunderstanding of a career as a ministry, um, and like we don't put the same energy into you know helping people like consider pray about the careers really be intentional about choosing your careers as we do other things like we're talking about marriage but like how the heck can you have a strong marriage if you don't have no money like i mean you can't I and mean, you can have a strong marriage without money but you're just like you can't put a love in a pot and stir it which is what our dad says and it's like we put so much energy into certain parts of life but not the other parts and like the reality is you do need to have money in this life to live and beyond money you need to have a fulfilling life right god calls us to abundant life and i believe that's in all areas of our life Mm -hmm. not just spiritually like you can't be abundant spiritually and then not abundant physically i feel like that's not in line with god's nature and you're missing out on your the fullness of life that god intends for you thank you gabby yeah, but the reality is that we spend most of our time at work anyway, so, That's so the true. fact that we hardly yeah. care about it in comparison to other things. That is so true. Yeah. That's a very good point. And, like, it all comes back to when we're talking about um, being satisfied. Like, obviously, first and foremost, you're satisfied in Christ, but if you end up choosing a career that was like, okay, whatever, I'm just going to work here, and I don't really care about it, it's very, it's harder for you to live a life where you're satisfied in the current place you're in and satisfied in God if you were never really intentional. Yeah, approach. exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you can set yourself up for, like, frustration, not just in your, like, career. Unnecessary mm-hmm. frustration, but then that can feed in and spill into your relationships, your marriage, like we're saying. If That's you bring true. home like stress from not necessarily just stress from work but like if someone is dissatisfied or the discontent in where they are in their career it's like i hate my job that feels mm-hmm. it speeds into speeds <laughs> spills and feeds into other areas of your life and it can put strain on relationship too because you're not going to be satisfied mm-hmm. in yourself mm-hmm. um i just i mean like a few notes about this um I think we forget that the Bible calls God's children to excellence. Like, that's just, like, a theme throughout the Bible. We're called to do all things unto the Lord with excellence. We can look at Colossians 3, verse 17, and Colossians 3, verse 23. I think the whole book of Colossians, like, Colossians 3, sorry, that whole chapter is a good chapter that we can use when we're, like, talking about life decisions and stuff. So I'll pull up Colossians 3. verse 17 sorry give me one second and whatever you do or say do it as a representative of the 
And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to him to through him to God the Father. So that was verse 17. Whatever we do, we must do it as representatives of God. So like and doing it for God as, for it, God. as unto God. Like mm-hmm. as if we were giving it. That's what our mom always yeah. told us. Like with our homework, um, like when we were in school, she's like, do it. The, the amount of effort and the amount of time that you put into doing your homework, you do it as if you were Handing going it. to be presenting it on a platter and giving it to God. Like, if you're going to, if you're tempted to do anything less than that, then you're not, like, you're not doing it as unto the Lord, as Colossians 3 verse 17 instructs us to do. And Gabby's point is for some of you who might be like, that's a huge stretch. If you go to verse 23, it literally says just that. Work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think the theme for both those verses is excellence. And that's not a question. Like, we as Christians are called to excellence. Mm-hmm. God wants us to, like, strive for excellence and then do everything as unto Him. So we need to match that same energy when we're making decisions about our careers, our, um, our life plans, our education. We should be our goals. Like, think about it like, okay, you're having a conversation with Jesus, and these are the goals that you're making with him, and you want mm-hmm. to make him proud. Mm-hmm. And I think this goes back to our what we were saying about jobs being seen <clears throat> um, in the church. Like, we only talk about jobs in the church. Um, the fact in that verse says that we're doing things as representatives of Christ. But if we <clears throat> only focus on the church, the fact mm-hmm. is that there's certain people that we will never reach as bankers, teachers, doctors, physical therapists, etc. Sorry, the people that we may reach in those professions that we may never reach in the church and we fail to be full representatives of Christ if all we're thinking about is, okay, my job is the church, church first, church only, that's my job. Mm-hmm. Then you miss the opportunity to reach people that may never come through a church door, but you can still be representative for Christ at the bank. You can still be representative mm-hmm. for And that's Christ. like not just people who have like paid jobs in the church or people who are like, I don't know missionaries or pastors it's like people who are going to church but like you go to church and like they don't care about work because like Mm -hmm. they just they see works as a means to an end to make money Mm -hmm. and yes god has provided you a job so that you can sustain yourself in this life um or he's allowed you to get that whether or not he provided it i don't know (laughs) but um um but like he also has a purpose for you where you are in your job so like people would just be like yeah i'm going to work and then like all they care about Mm -hmm. is church and then they miss opportunities that god possibly like was possibly wanting to use them in their job maybe to connect them to people who are hungry for him there or like you never Mm -hmm. know a lot of times in the bible like god actually he ended up having connections with people in different occupations Mm -hmm. and that ended up blessing the ministry later on or like and not just blessing the ministry, also people came to know mm-hmm. Christ as well. So it's like we miss out on what God could have done in our circles at work when we're just like, yeah, it's just this is just for I just need to get a paycheck and like, yeah, I'm gonna you know go work on church stuff. Yeah, um, we also I think like something that we all need to remember is that we all have been created with different gifts, um, aptitudes for certain That's skills true. and key interests, um. And then Romans 12, verse 68 is a good verse for this, so I'll read it, sorry. I'm reading from the NLT. 
In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if, if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Um, I really like that verse, and I really think that like that whole verse and yes. just the the passage and the description of the different skills we have is God's design. God really created us as unique individuals with different skills, um, and I feel like I've only heard this verse talked about when trying to choose a ministry in church. I remember one mm-hmm. specific youth night we did like a quiz and we read this verse. It's like, oh, if you like to teach, just teach. Sign up in for church on Sunday school. Sign up for Sunday school, which is fine. This that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but we focus on aligning these giftings with church-based ministries only, or really solely, or maybe we we do think about this verse in the context of work, but not to the same degree that we I do don't think I've for ministry. Thought about that. Um, but I think that this verse, God wants to expand our understanding, and it can apply to everything. Like, if you teach, that shouldn't just limit you to teach at Sunday school. You could be a teacher as your career, or leadership abilities. That's great. God wants to use the same skills that he uses in... In, that you have in the church and outside of the church like you know what i mean um and a good example is like looking at the disciples all of the disciples that jesus chose to surround himself were all businessmen who had su- success successful and established careers so if jesus's closest companions while on this earth were educated and established in their careers why would it be any different for us today right like i don't think it's by by accident god was like oh Skills. tax collector a fisherman which like nowadays when you're a fisherman like whatever but like in that time that was a, a really good job you know and it served the needs well, of i think it still is it's just not a it's, it's not glorified well, i know i know but i'm just saying it's like but no i just want to clarify yeah. that we're not looking down on fish oh yeah no, i'm not i'm not mm-hmm. but that was like that was an essential i think we just thought time. it was like when you read it in 20 like now mm-hmm. you think like you don't, oh, it a, you don't yeah. see it as a booming like it was a booming yeah, it was essential well, it's still essential now yeah but like it's like that was a number one job back mm-hmm. then. I don't, nowadays it's not like many people are going to be like yeah i want to be a fisherman mm-hmm. okay yeah. continue um yeah so like i think that's something that we should pause and think about i'm just going to repeat what i said that the disciples really that jesus the 12 disciples all had some sort of career and skills um that were like necessary that fed the church but also fed the community that they were in or like the time that they lived in and i think that should be our example because like i think god is intentional in everything he does so he is intentional in choosing who his disciples were um they like you know what i'm saying i don't know if it's making sense no that makes sense um um do you think gabrielle not gabby (laughs) (laughs) um um what do you think about god's view on education do you think something he cares about what are your thoughts about the two (laughs) i already know where you're going with this Um, but 100% yes. Yes, most definitely. I think I it's contrary to his nature. 1,000% that he yeah, is go, the creator. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. keep going. Go ahead, Gabby. Go. Cool. Go, Gabby, go. Who's <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no, but yeah, of course he does. What were you going to say? Continue. I forgot. Oh. What were you going to say? He's the creator. Mm-hmm. 
considering he's all-knowing yeah. and he holds all knowledge mm-hmm. and that his people perish from a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say that he cares about education. And wisdom is the beginning of... Or, I'm sorry. Understanding. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can go. Um, but yeah, you guys actually like, hit the nail on the head. Of course, education, God cares about it. It's, I think in, it is God's idea, actually. Like Jay said, people perish for lack of knowledge. And I think a lot of people use that scripture, again, to talk about, like, okay, we have the lack of knowledge of God's will and plan for our life. But then that can include education. If you don't have the understanding, if you lack God's, um, if you lack understanding about God's will for your life, a, a part of God's will is your career, so yeah. mm-hmm. you were still gonna perish for lack of knowledge. No, also, have... like Proverbs talks, yeah, like, just read Proverbs about fools <laughs> and like, the wise person. God is not here for fools. Yeah. Like, you, as a Christian, you should not be a fool. And that's not to say that, like, we're using education very broadly. Yeah, yeah. because, like, yes, we understand this current system of education is really not that great, and like. But it's about pursuing something, as Ariel said before, that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. So if you have an interest in teaching, you're, you know, pursue knowledge and education in that field. Mm-hmm. If you have a desire to, like, I don't know, like, be in business, like, you, God has given you a vision for what you want your business to, or like, a business in the future, then you need to have education to get there mm-hmm. um, to some degree. Mm-hmm. And, like, just whatever it is, like, you need to pursue. And even if it's, like, in the ministry, you need to be studying your Bible. You need yeah, to have, be educated sure. in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just, whatever field you're heading into, like... Even if it's skill-based, you still need skill-based, you need education. Mm-hmm. And education, as well as it is right now, it starts, like, everyone starts at the same like starting line we all have to go through like elementary junior high or high school whatever Mm -hmm. and so you need to take that part of your life seriously and then after that like you need guidance from god about like where you're gonna go are you gonna go to higher learning in the form of university or college or maybe you're not like whatever but you need to prioritize that because god is not here for people who aren't using their brains Mm -hmm. that's true and as she was talking she mentioned how we all start off with elementary school and like middle school in countries where education is free you have to god the bible talks about being a good steward Mm -hmm. we all have been given the opportunity in a country like canada Mm -hmm. to have free education up until grade 12. Mm -hmm. that's something you're going to have to be accountable to god for god Mm -hmm. looks at the time that if you're not um being a good steward the time that you when you're in school and actually learning you're not doing your homework you're not doing things that's done to god that is against god's commands and his nature and his character that Mm -hmm. is evident in the bible and everything we're called to be good stewards like if you look Mm -hmm. at the parable of um when god gave the the talents and it's like you didn't use this and you didn't so Mm -hmm. you what you didn't invest in what god had given you and i think that honestly that's something christians forget like they just see elementary school middle school high school they're like whatever homework and i've heard different people's views like different christian parents are like yeah whatever it's just homework or whatever this is something that you're gonna have to be accountable for it's such a privilege to have free education and i think people don't know that like, or they they don't know or they easily forget but like having free like we came from a country you have to pay yeah. for mm-hmm. all of those things so you pay from like kindergarten all the way up yep. so being able to go to any school up until grade 12 for free um is really something that we shouldn't mm-hmm. take for granted it's true 
And I also I think about it says it's it's your tax dollars paying for this. True. Like, it's true. So get your money's yeah. worth. <laughs> get your money's worth for real. And it's just it's so sad too when people don't like put a value on education, like in elementary, middle school, or high school when it's free, especially. Because how can we be like it's you're really gonna be a one dimensional human, I feel like. Well, I mean, I already know what some people are gonna say. <laughs> what would like they Bill say? Gates, he dropped out of high school and look at him, multi billionaire dollar successful mm-hmm. empire. I think Steve Jobs also did. I'm not don't yeah. tell me. I think there are it's true. some like, outliers. I bet people like to point to the people who dropped out of high school and were successful. They're the men. You forget though that the like even defense. though they dropped out of high school, they were still, still educated. They're being educated. They were pursuing <laughs> some sort of learning. There's no way ever that this man could have created phones and stuff after dropping out of high school and not done any sort of learning. <laughs> yeah. So like people love and if the people who use that argument are usually the lazy people who didn't want to be in school anyways. Yeah, no it's like you can use that yeah. argument if you're pursuing something. Like mm-hmm. not if you're just sitting doing nothing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also feel like education is God's idea because like how can God truly teach us all things when we don't have the need for learning? Like you know what I mean? We 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 have we're not fully seeing God as a teacher and God as a guide and you know <laughs> if we never need Him to teach us or anything or value education and I think obviously that scripture is not just limited to like learning outside of church because we do need God to teach us His scriptures and His word mm-hmm. but again you are getting one side of God as a teacher when it's all He's teaching you is His word when you could get Him to teach and you about to, some people not even the that's, word yeah that's mm-hmm. probably a reflection of why they're not you yeah. know growing in their walk with God because they have no value mm-hmm. for education or higher learning that's actually, even let's in the go, ways that's actually such a good point if you don't that's value true. learning outside of god i feel like it's going to be hard to match mm-hmm. your energy to like when you know study the scriptures if mm-hmm. you never set up a good it's study true. habit as a student ever you never took notes you never you know mm-hmm. were the type of person that enjoyed studying you're gonna struggle with your walk with god when god's like okay let's study my word and you're gonna be like study who's that i don't like to do that like yeah. i never did that and <laughs> but also i think like cultivating because we all have the ability to cultivate the habit of um, learning Mm -hmm. and so I just think that if you've never cultivated that habit of learning it becomes harder because what will happen is like while you're reading the bible if you've already had that habit of learning and Mm -hmm. studying like you'd be like oh wait this seems interesting I want to kind of learn more Mm -hmm. and you kind of dive deeper into that but like if you haven't cultivated that habit then that becomes harder to do and you don't need to like it's not like you have to be a rocket scientist or anything. No, no. It's just like literally, and if people be like, "Oh yeah, I just can't study," that is a lie from the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell. Think about the one thing. Every single person on this earth has something that they are very interested it's in, true. and if you can spend hours doing that one thing, you can consider that you're learning. Mm-hmm. Like people who that's are learn- spending hours learning a video game. That's yeah, a learning that's thing. True. You can spend yeah. hours like on the internet. Cars, yeah. So like yeah. homes. Those you people research homes and one hundred percent. You have whatever. the capacity and the ability. You just need ask, to ask God to exactly. expand that in your life, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like another thing talking about God and education. The scripture that came to my head was study to show thyself approved. I think everyone uses that. They're like, study to show thyself approved. The workmen needeth not be ashamed. And they love to use that for men. Um, they love to use that for church though. Like, you know, like study to show yourself approved when it comes to your walk with God. But if you read the actual scripture, it's not just talking about your walk with God. It's literally talking about your, whole, your life. Like study mm-hmm. 
to show yourself approved. A workman, like Jay said, workman. <laughs> if you're not working. <laughs> Honestly, guys, I'm going to put plug here. Just read the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is such a great, it's the goat, greats of all time, for talking about just life. Like, yeah. being yeah. wise, not being foolish, being good steward of the time, your time, like, being successful and diligent in the work that you're doing, and, like, blah, 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 blah. Proverbs is really good. Solomon knew what he was doing mm-hmm. there. Well, God. Well, God through Solomon. Yeah, for sure. And it's like that reminds me of like the parable where God God was talking about a master who left his he left his um finances in his servants' hands, mm-hmm. and he was expect he didn't tell them this, but he was expecting them to do, um be able to give him an a greater return mm-hmm. when he came back, and like we don't often sit down and think about that, but like a servant. <clears throat> You're going to give your money to a servant and you're expecting him to invest your money <laughs> and get a return on your money? That's, That's true. You like That servant actually needs to have some kind of knowledge, some kind of drive and go like, that's not like an average thing mm-hmm. like investing in money yeah. and getting a return mm-hmm. a high return back on that that takes skill that takes learning it's that so and true. that the man the master came back and was mad when mm-hmm. the one person who didn't he just mm-hmm. he just hit the money it's like god why are you so mad like i mean like he yeah. didn't spend it he like he hit it somewhere and he was but he was afraid to do anything with what the master gave him and that was the biggest sin but like god is expecting us to do stuff with what he has given us he's expecting us to invest in like invest in things that will give a greater return you can't do that without any knowledge Mm -hmm. and you definitely need some habits of learning in order to get a bigger return on whatever god has placed inside of you for sure preach that's good, Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about some like attitudes and beliefs slash behaviors when it comes to Christians and careers or education. So I feel like I've never felt more attacked for being a student than I have in, <laughs> in, the, church. in the church. Yeah. No offense to anyone, obviously. Offense. <laughs> but like the amount of times you be in church and some person who's preaching or talking like at the podium is like, you must be here. Why, Why are you fifty nine seven like more hours than like? I struggled with that a lot in university. Mm-hmm. Like my like, yeah no yeah okay. So in let's just say I struggled with that a little bit in university because I did go to I went to like just where I, I was studying. I went to attended a church that was close by ish. And I really had a hard time with, like, what they were expecting from me, considering that I had to, I had to commute, and it was a very long commute, um, given the fact that it was on, bus schedules were really bad. um, Especially on Sundays. Especially on Sundays. And it wasn't also, like, a lot of people were offering to, you know, be rides or anything. Like, a few times they did. But, like, there was just, like, a heavy expectation for me to literally be at everything. And I was, like, I can't do this. And also, like, like mm-hmm. you know, also be successful in my um, education, like, when there's there's things to get done. Um, and I remember, like, being so torn about it. And, like, even my mom knew how, like, stressed out I was or, like... Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I was, like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> this is so ridiculous because mm-hmm. at the end of, like, number one is God and then it's family 
And like, it's not like I'm prioritizing God still by going to church, but I don't need to be at every single, like there's periods and stages in your life. You don't need to be at every single service if you also have pretty much a full time load Mm -hmm. of other things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like people who work get they get slapped for it all the time. It's like, so just because true. they're getting paid. I think we forget to see but like, learning as a full-time but job. But how am I supposed to get a job, job if I don't start <laughs> to, like, complete this degree true. successfully? Yeah, you know true. what I mean? So I do think that sometimes there can be a lack of, like... And don't get me wrong, I also do believe that once you... I've also lived in my life and seen where I've prioritized and put God first yeah, truly in everything, mm-hmm. that he has also... a lot. Like, I've Less. been at services... Mm-hmm. Like, and also been involved in the church, mm-hmm. and he has blessed my efforts and gone above what I could ever do mm-hmm. to, you know, make sure that I'm successful. Yes. But, but you have to use wisdom. Yeah. yeah. You don't just throw away your yeah. responsibility yeah. and There's say, well, at least I'm going to church and at least I'm serving. So, God, you need to multiply my efforts. Yeah. No, it doesn't work like mm-hmm. that. Like, you have to, like, with everything, you have to use wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I do understand why the church culture to have that view of, like, education students. Because you do have those stories where the person's like, oh, I'm never going to church But I feel like those stories school. are so old. Like, I feel like I, in my lived yeah. experience, I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. I think people are not willing to notice, like, the, t- the people who have walked, o- walked away from church in university already walked away exactly i was just about it's it's not the education i'm telling you because i have a bunch of friends and i'm telling you they were already gone yeah um it's not it wasn't the education system i mean there are cases Mm -hmm. but anyways the point being that i do believe there's an attitude in church Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate and you know what, like, sometimes when I see the attitude, I'm like, I wish these people who were giving the attitude would just, like, introspect and reflect. Like, why do you feel that way? Are you feeling that way because you have a lack of education yourself? Is there some sort of, like, do you feel threatened? I don't know. And I'm not saying people are threatened by students. But it's just, like, I feel like if, as a church, this should be the place where we're encouraging people. You can do great things with God. You can be successful in whatever God is calling you to do in your education. You should never go to church and feel, like, guilty for wanting to pursue yeah. learning like that i just think mm-hmm. that's just not in line with god's yeah character. and these are like outliers obviously like, yeah yeah not every single church is like that and for like, sure i no. do uh, looking back uh, in christian. the past or every single christian mm-hmm. but looking back at like years back versus now the church in general has definitely moved to valuing 100 pursuing career and mm-hmm. actually helping people to um like scholarships for for people mm-hmm. to help them in higher learning different mm-hmm. things so like we're definitely along that trajectory so mm-hmm. we're just we're not having a conversation saying that like nothing has changed yeah and no. all churches are it's not a roast session for it's church not. either like no just so it's one. just like it does still exist because we have heard recent stories of like people saying from the call of it like going like yeah. pursuing higher education is a sin and i'm like i don't know where you get that got that from because i definitely not in the that bible yeah. such a huge but um <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <Huge>. <laughs> anyways another belief culture attitude that i have noticed in the church is christians um choosing jobs just based on their ease like is this biblical based on their ease like what's easy for like them? what yeah. comes easy um i say <laughs> that's a little bit vague because like Sometimes what you actually are talented in comes easy to you. Or and what God has it. given you the ability for comes easy to you. Mm-hmm. And that's if that's true. what you wanted to go, like, 
You know what I mean? I know that's not what she meant, though. Yeah, that's not what I meant. Sorry. I meant, like, people were literally like, okay, like, I just need somebody to pay the bills. Let's just do this. Like, Oh, you mean choosing a job? Yeah, that's what I didn't think I said. A career? Choosing jobs, basically. Oh. It's not necessarily careers. Oh, sorry. Like, there's a bit of a difference between yeah, a job and a career. There is. There's a lot of a difference. A lot of a difference. <laughs> but do you think that's biblical to choose a job based on needs as a Christian? No, because you're not tapping into the full potential that, or you're not, you're not, um, allowing yourself to activate that potential energy, like mm-hmm. because, like you said, God has given all of us talents and mm-hmm. gifts and you know skills. And if you're just doing something just because you're not allowing yourself to ever tap into harnessing yeah. whatever God-given talents and skills that you have, and you're not applying that, like for yourself, mm-hmm. but also you're not allowing God to use that part of you to minister mm-hmm. to other people through for your sure. career or through a career. Well, I feel like, one, first and foremost, laziness is not of God. Like, there's a lot of stories in the Bible, scriptures, mm-hmm. talking about laziness. It's not of God. So if you're going to choose something just because you're like, eh, can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling kind of lazy. Let's just work at X place. That's not of God. Second, like, what, getting going along the lines of what Gabby was saying, is truly we deny God the power to get glory in our weaknesses when we stick to what seems easiest and attainable from our human perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think we need, as Christians and as people who love God or are trying to serve God, we need to just, like, expand our understanding a little bit. And the moral of the story is if we see every part of our day-to-day life as an opportunity for ministry Mm -hmm. that is being reflections of Jesus, then we would be more intentional about the life choices we make and be less caught up in fulfilling the cultural expectation in Christendom to be preachers, teachers, worship leaders. Obviously, those things are needed, but I feel like I've gone to so many conventions where it's like, you must be, like, come to this altar if you're called to be a preacher. That's it. Never come to this altar if you're called to... First of all, do something else in the church. Second, do something outside of the church. It's never come to the altar if you believe God is calling you to do something in your life. I guess everybody would be... I don't know. But everyone deserves this prayer, is, you know? This is um, limited space. <laughs> yeah. Social distancing. Yeah, altar, altar space can only take so much. Yeah. We know there's only going to be a small portion of you, so let's just do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like honestly, we truly deny God the power to work in our weaknesses when yeah, we are being true. lazy or just choosing something that's attainable. I think like it also has to do with like we, well, not we as in the three of us, but I think the church, and again, this is changing, but I think there definitely is a lack of understanding on wealth as like a lack of understanding that God actually intends for Christians to live in wealth. Mm-hmm. Yes, most um, definitely. Our dad I just like because I think a lot of times people just want like they just want a job to make ends meet. They don't desire mm-hmm. for more. They don't desire for abundance, and like God desires to give us abundance. And so, if you don't even have that desire, you're just like yeah, like you just want like a paycheck to like pay. Up. Like I don't know where to bear. So we're so small minded. No, but also we're so small minded. We've been told. For- or in the past, Christians have been told money is root of all evil for so long. They're like afraid the of the love money. of money. I know, but they Not just money. think that. I'm like, <laughs> run with it. But the thing about it is, how can you really 
Chris, like, um, cause God's kingdom to advance in 21st century without funding. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the things and invasion to capital campaign yeah. things that churches have, they want this money room, I mean, this yeah. media room, they want this room, they want that room. It no one in the money. church is pursuing, like, a, a <laughs> career that is fulfilling the need for the money. Like, it's just quite funny. Obviously, God is a provider and he works in mysterious ways. Yeah, and but sometimes show up. God will give you the flour, the eggs, and he wants you to make the food. I just feel like we're lacking in that area. Because, like, like, God Our shows up and God has continually showed up because that's who he is mm-hmm. but we're lacking in the understanding the and we're lacking in living yeah mm-hmm. living in that partnership partners. where we can live in abundance as well because if you look at every single person in the bible they lived in abundance in some part of their life mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you won't have we'll hardship exactly because yes joseph was in prison for years but that's once he true. was out he was he was no, Egypt the was second the, 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 the and spot. You never he didn't you never heard of him having problems again. Yeah. So like God takes us through hard seasons and low times for us to grow and learn our lesson. But once we've mm. learned our lesson, then it's there is abundance on the yeah. like Arrow said, it's key because we need the money to finance his kingdom. We need the money to also make sure our own generations have security. Yeah. God said He blessed Abraham and his generation into mm-hmm. your community and give back to community when you don't have anything to feed them with. Like, yeah, obviously, I just think also we just as Christians and in Christendom, we really, 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 really need to like, wow, we need to invest again, just like opening our breaking, brains a little bit. Yeah, it's like breaking break down the, the barriers in our Free yourself mm-hmm. from mental yeah. slavery because I think we always are like the church is in the community just to give the good news. But you have to meet the needs of the community you're in. That's okay? exactly what Jesus did. Jesus was wasn't just like, earth. repent. He come to bed the yeah. five he thousand. Felt like, you know, there's you may have an issue of homelessness in your church. How are you going to feed that need if you don't have no yeah, money? And we to, never like, saw anything of, like, in the Bible of people begging around for money. Literally, money just yeah. poured into mm-hmm. the ministry. Mm-hmm. Because why? They had connections Rich with people rulers, who yeah. had wealth, yeah. and yeah. even Jesus himself had substantial money because he carpet again. It's a yeah. context. Carpentry mm-hmm. was a good job, mm-hmm. and a they had a But now we're like carpenters. Yeah. But back then, carpentry is like a, a great mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you was talking, I was just thinking, like, honestly, if I was not Christian, and like you're just not. I just feel like the witness that you have is very limited when I don't see any examples of successful people who are Christians in my head. That's what I feel like. No, but that's not even just in your head. Like, we've heard that from yeah. our peers, like, in our, like, circles, circles mm-hmm. that it's hard to relate sometimes to some Christian communities because there isn't that representation of mm-hmm. higher education 100%. or, um, you know, success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just like that's so sad because God cares about every aspect of our lives and God is an intentional God and God is a God of abundance. So when people who are on the outside look at Christians or look at churches and they're like, mm, not for me, no one here is successful, I'm just going to move on. That's so yeah. sad. That is so sad. And I don't think that should be the case. The church is for the I don't really think anyone in this press is <laughs> No. No, I guess it. I guess. Like, she's coming. Like, we've all had conversations about this before mm-hmm. and we've seen, like, the reality is, and I, I also want to emphasize that this is not something for all churches. It's not mm-hmm. something that, like, it's something that has been changing a lot mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. But we're still having a conversation about this because we still know that there are people who might still be in this mental block about, like, you haven't really given much thought to your career. You haven't really given much thought to where God wants you to be in terms of, like, a job and working. Mm-hmm. And maybe you haven't even thought about, like, 
God, I want abundance in terms of my finances. Mm-hmm. Not um, for myself, not for selfish reasons, but to pour into your kingdom. Yeah, but also mm-hmm. to sustain yeah, for sure. your yeah, own yeah, life. But, but like, yes, for the kingdom as well. And you maybe haven't thought much about that because you've just been thinking about like, you know, like I want to, I don't know, maybe you've just been thinking only about the spiritual things. But we have to realize that the spiritual connects with the physical mm-hmm. and God cares about like or career because the reality is like i said if you're spending most of your days which most people do at their job that is a huge part of your ministry mm-hmm. you don't need a quote-unquote ministry to be in the ministry yeah we are ministers by default because mm-hmm. we have if you have been saved and you have jesus within you he does he requires you to go and spread the gospel mm-hmm. in your circles mm-hmm. and so your work is your ministry but if you did not see God to, you know, God, where do you want me to go? And like, what should I pursue? You know, where do you want me to, you know, what should I learn? Where do you want me to end up in my job? Then you miss out on the opportunities that God would have had for you to connect with a group of people that could have been really hungry for him or a group of people who have been willing to pour into your, your church. church. Exactly. So like making connections with just, people. You, we just encourage you to start to think about that more mm-hmm. and don't take don't just settle. Like we I spoke yeah. about settling for relationships. Mm-hmm. Don't settle Ever. in your career. Don't that settle goes against God though. In your job. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't line up with line what up his, nature. his nature. And if you really believe who he says you are, you would not mm-hmm. settle because you recognize that you should not be settling less than for less than what God has for you. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're talking though, I think it's important to just say here that when we're talking about careers, we're not talking about your like. I think in twenty twenty one, especially, there's so many different careers that people probably wouldn't even have thought about yeah. earlier. So yeah. we're not saying like you need to become a lawyer, you need to yeah. adopt, you need to become a one yeah. of the ones that the but yes. no you can be successful like graphic design like god if god is calling you to that and if that's a skill that you have mm-hmm. pursue it so we're not saying like we're not sitting here on a high horse He's like you need to become a lawyer because none of us are lawyers none of us are doctors and god is going to place you in something that you have some interest for exactly. yeah he doesn't yeah. give you yeah. interests and skills and for you for you not to use them for, mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah so yeah like she's saying it it applies to a wide array of things it's not just like your stereotypical job so don't think that we're saying you need to become like, yeah that's a teacher and all that. No, just it could be any mm-hmm. honestly you're living in a great day and age yeah, where 100%. you can have a career in things that people would have never thought mm-hmm. would be possible so a couple of years ago yeah. so don't limit yourself and but you have to again prioritize your schooling to assert like before you can branch out you do need to have some basic level of education mm-hmm. so you Which do is- need to and not all the times you'll be interested in all of the different topics but if it's going to get you to where you need to go then you just kind of suck it up mm-hmm. and i think it would be good to talk about like how do you even involve god in your career decisions and your planning i think first and foremost is to remember that usually god's plan for our lives with our careers and our jobs um also involve our strongest skills our personalities and our motivations so i think a good place to start is like just think about what what gets you excited what are some things that like what are your interests what are your skills that you know people have told you that you have or that you don't see in yourself and maybe you don't like so i remember when, when i was younger in high school and this was a place i started at i literally had no idea 
So that's fine, but you can go to God. Like, God, you know me better than anyone else does. What are the skills that you've given me that you want me to, you know, that you want to use in my life, in my career, or my job that you have for me? Mm-hmm. What are different personality traits that, you know, you want to use and for your glory in the job that I have? And what are the, you know, the because, like, honestly, for me, I remember for the longest time people would be like, what do you like? What are your motivations? What are your hobbies? And I didn't have an answer. And I had actually to be like, God, I need you to show me what my hobbies are. What are my interests? What are my passions and my desires? And like with, with every podcast we've said, nothing's wrong with not knowing. You just need to go to God and he will show you. Yeah. So first and foremost, ask God to show you like, ask God to make your hobbies come alive to you. Like, maybe you've already been engaging in those hobbies, but you've missed it. Ask him to, you know, give you fresh passion and desire for the things and the skills and the hobbies and the talents that he already has given you. Start there. Then you need to understand that God has a plan for your life and he's intentional. So if you don't have that understanding and you really, you listen to this and you're like, yeah, whatever, 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 ask God to expand your understanding ask him to make it so real to you that there is a plan that he wants only you to fulfill for there's a plan specific to your life specific Mm -hmm. to your unique traits Mm -hmm. um and you can ask him to reveal that plan oftentimes though god doesn't like show us a full story because he knows that we can't handle it in our humanity he'll only show one piece at a time Mm -hmm. and that's where you have to develop a relationship with god so you can trust him Mm -hmm. because honestly nothing in life none of the big life decisions can be made if you don't trust god because oftentimes like i said god is not going to show us the full story because that's just how he is mm-hmm. um and then i think once you've asked god to show you you know what is your plan for me you have to be the same energy you put into other things like you know when people fast because they want to answer they want to break through for their son or their daughter you should match that same energy this you should fast about your career and your life yeah. because this is something huge your life is your life like mm-hmm. you have so many years left of it we don't know how long everyone's going to live, but there's definitely years left to be lived. Mm-hmm. And you should fast about these major life decisions, I believe, require fasting. And what's fasting? That's like denying yourself of food or whatever draws your interest. Because you can also do social media fast. But a traditional fast is food. Mm-hmm. And replacing those desires in the time that you'd spend engaging in eating or watching your movies or this, that, and that. And the third and spending the time with God and for God to reveal his plan. But honestly... It doesn't have to be complicated. God can show you what the plan for your life is in one day. He can show you in two days, a week, a month. And he could just give you the steps quickly. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the reality is everyone has a different path. And a lot of people, sometimes it's like you, God allows you to work in a certain job but that job ends up funding you for your passion mm-hmm. career that's 100%. so true so don't like don't look at anyone else's story and any like don't think that where you start now is where you're gonna end up and that's the be all and end all but like as long as ariel said that you're actually seeking god and you are asking him to actually reveal things to you and to order your steps so that you're walking in his will for your life and you're asking him to show you okay like what's my next step like or should I take this job or what should I do next then that's all you really need to do and God will work out the rest and you will end up where he intended to be um I think something good that we could always like kind of reflect on and see if this is us we should never if you have a job right now or you're in a career right now and you're just comfortable i think that's something that you should like assess 
and reflect on because I, I believe that we should always be lifelong learners and beyond education and learning, God always wants us to progress. We should always be growing in our walk with him. We should always be growing as people, developing our personality to be more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in jobs, like if you've worked the same job for 15 years and you're just that, you're just there and like you never have taken on a different role in that job, different assignments or expanded your education or your learning, I think that's something that you should assess because God doesn't call us to be comfortable. Like if we're comfortable, we're never outside of our comfort zone and we never have God. We deny God. We never have work. an opportunity to thrive. Exactly. We'll always be stagnant and God doesn't like stagnant. We know about that. Lukewarm, mm-hmm. we detest mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like he wants us to be continually moving up, but we can't if we're always comfortable. Yes. And like there's going to be periods of periods of like, Lulls, lulls, mm-hmm. really. Like we're not saying like if you're not if you're not, if you're comfortable in this moment, then you're wrong. Yeah, like, like obviously we're not. Yeah. God's not calling you to like being uncomfortable, but I'm saying like yeah, like what her example is perfect. So, like just being in the same place with no change, mm-hmm. and you're comfortable. Like you've mastered that. Like there's no learning, no mm-hmm. growth. You need to say, okay, like Lord, you know, there's maybe no for God in that. Yeah, maybe there's, there's somewhere else that you want me to be, or mm-hmm. another part, exactly. another thing I can take on. Like, just seek Him for that because it's also great for, from a physical standpoint, it's good for your brain. It's good to help mm-hmm. you um, prevent, prevent dementia, Alzheimer's. So yeah, there's definitely benefits yeah. all around. Just we just encourage you to really start thinking more about expound your career mm-hmm. and about where you pursue jobs and what you want to do with your life in terms of that and like don't just get bogged down and oh it's church 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 because the reality is we aren't spending enough time in church we are multi-dimensional <laughs> yes and we have god cares about our souls god cares about our physical man mm-hmm. god cares about our emotions like yeah we're not, you can't leave him out. You can't leave him out to anything. And he wouldn't be God if he only cared about one aspect of your life. Just remember mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. if that's where you're starting, maybe go back to studying who God is. And once you get that, then he can move and run with it. And everything will make sense. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't get anything from today, the moral of the story is... See every part of your day-to-day life as an opportunity to reflect Jesus. Once you do that, I think you'll be set. Right? Sorry. The moral of the story, if you don't get anything from this and you've made it to this part, this is all we want you to get. See every part of your day-to-day life as an opportunity for ministry that is reflecting Jesus. When I say ministry, I don't mean like preaching to people and stuff. Because we are we minister to people daily when we show God's character. So if you see every part of your life as an opportunity to reflect Jesus, you'll definitely be more intentional about the choices you make. And if, you, if you're if you desiring to reflect Jesus in every area of your life, then God will see the desire and then he will start to reveal his plan for your life so you can walk in fulfillment of it. Yeah, and people will not see Jesus in you if you are not pursuing any knowledge. Yeah. That's God is wise. part of what we're talking about. <laughs> so, and I encourage you, read the story of Joseph. That's your takeaway. That's your homework. Read the story of Joseph because even in the prison, he thrived. Yeah, even so in, in bondage, he was even blessed because he was knowledgeable. God gave him extra wisdom and vision for so how true, to run things so to the point that he got divine favor. Yeah. So you have yeah. no excuse. You don't.
Yeah. You, you have the same hours in a day that Jesus had. Yeah. <laughs> that's true and you have him living on the inside, yeah, you have Jesus on the inside. <laughs> and that comes for all of us so yeah. like we talk yes we're talking to you and we're also we're reminding ourselves, ourselves because mm-hmm. we all need reminders to pursue excellence and be to do things as on to God be mm-hmm. good stewards to ask God for his help and advice in everything because mm-hmm. our human nature is against that yep. But yeah, that's it for this podcast. That's a wrap. And we'll catch you next time. Can't grow if you stand it. Hey. Be blessed. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>